So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to 90 Day Fiance K. I'm Mr. O, and today, Miss H and I will be discussing part two of the season eight tell-all of 90 Day Fiance. In this short episode, we hear Sarah's side of the story from the platonic sleepover from last season, we learn that Tariq and Hazel's thruple situation was less exciting than promised, but mostly everybody spends the episode bending over backwards to please Andrew. Since this is the last episode of the season, we will end the show with some class superlatives and of course, our power rankings. If you like what you hear, please support us by subscribing and leaving a 5 star rating. We are also covering Before the 90 Days Season 1 on this channel. We are covering episodes 9 and 10 this week, and next week we'll cover episodes 11 and 12. You can watch along with us on Hulu or Discovery+. Plus. Okay, thanks for listening, stay safe, and enjoy! Hello, Mr. O. Hello, Miss H. How are you doing today? I'm doing uh, pretty well. I just got back from my, I'm a coach, we got back from practice. Um, we're trying to make a season happen, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yep. And uh, as you are starting your season, this season is coming to a close. I know. How about that? Yeah. So this is our last episode of this season. And uh, not the last we'll see of them because apparently three of these couples are moving on. Yeah. Like half of them are coming back. Uh, yeah. It's So, yeah, it's like I, I, I put that at the end. Like, we'll see them. But this is the end. But not really. Yeah. But not really. All right, so let's let's start with what was also the end, but not really from last week. The one couple that continued this time that was Mike and Natalie. So um, Sean, you know, has them come. She comes back to them at some point during the tell-all, so they can air all their grievances from the grievances from the last tell-all with the situation between Mike and Sarah when he was in the in her wedding and the fallout from that later in this season. They bring Sarah onto the show remotely. She says that Mike and Natalie are not a good match because they have personalities that clash and the cultural differences are too big. They get to the point right after that. What happened that night? She says nothing much. A bunch of people were staying at the house and her husband was supposed to be there, but he got tied up and didn't make it. They asked Natalie what she thought happened and she kind of says on stage that she projected her fear onto the situation. After that night, Sarah didn't think much of what happened and didn't think it would be an issue. Sean then gets specific. What about that part where Mike was shirtless and you said you were getting in the shower? Sarah doesn't remember that at all. She doesn't remember Mike being shirtless and she says it wouldn't be weird. There are a bunch of people there and she would have probably just hollered, I'm getting in the shower. So both Sarah and Mike say that nothing romantic has ever happened between them and that, and that she is like a sister to him. Rebecca, Julia, and Yara are all suspicious of the situation and don't believe a man and a woman can just be friends without somebody wanting more. That was Julia specifically that said that. When they ask what Sarah thinks of Natalie, she said her first impression of Natalie was pretty bad because they had a FaceTime talk and Sarah claims that Natalie started this talk by saying, are all American women whores or just you? Mm. Yeah. Natalie denies saying this at first, um, but then they both agree that, that that FaceTime meeting ended with them shouting at each other before Mike hung up. They ask if Mike heard that um, phrase said, and he was like, "Oh, they were they were yelling a lot of stuff. I didn't. I don't know what I heard." But, um, but anyway, but they by the end they ask Sarah if you know they, she thinks it'll be happily ever after for them, and she says, well, "I don't know." All right. So, do you think that this conversation with Sarah will make? Natalie any less suspicious that Mike was cheating on her? No, I think Natalie is suspicious. She's just going to be suspicious. Uh, I think that it was kind of obvious the way that it played out in front of everyone else that she knew she looked bad. So I think uh -huh. that's why she really kind of held back. But I don't think this makes her any less suspicious about it. I honestly, I believe sarah when she says that she called her an uh, a whore you know or all yeah. americans whore because i mean come on let's let's think back on how natalie has insulted mike continuously this season yeah you're low class yeah she's totally capable of saying something mean like that and i love how she just has 
amnesia through this whole thing. I would never say something like that. It's like, really? Because I kind of believe you would. I couldn't quite catch what she was saying. It sounded like she was full on denying it at the beginning. And then yes. I feel like later she kind of changed her story a little bit and was like, well, I didn't, I didn't actually say anything like that until you started getting nasty with me. Like I didn't lead with that. I didn't start with that. Was her was her kind of her defense? Yeah, I I kind of took it to mean like, well, some nasty things were said at some uh-huh. point, right? But she, I don't know, she just seemed to deny the horror part. The horror part, right? Right. Yeah. The horror part was definitely like because because she tried to say, well, you know, everyone knows that American women they sleep with all the men they don't. What what? I don't know where that st- – like that is a crazy stereotype for me because it doesn't like really comport with like. What I think of as American women, right? Especially if you think of, I guess they think of American women as a specific type of American woman, but like, yeah, because I, I was gonna say there's you know, definitely different types, and because you hear the opposite too, like we're doing classic yeah. right now, and you know, thinking that women, uh, American women, are prudes, and they're nothing compared to as free as the European women. So it's kind of right. like I don't know what to, it, I don't know what just, our impression it, it, is. It, I think just some people when they conceptualize American women think of, you know, like Hollywood, right? And right. other people when they think of American women think of like, I don't know, like Midwestern, you know, farm town. And it's like, well, I don't think you think the Midwestern farm women are all sleeping with all of their friends. I don't know. You know? I think those ones are the sluttiest ones. <laughs> I feel like they don't have much to do. So, except for each other. <laughs> That's true. That is that is true. I shouldn't have said Midwestern. That was a bad one. I'm thinking of like <laughs> evangelicals, right? Like, oh, like, sure, sure. Okay. Like it was more. It's more southern than than that. But like, yeah, the the people who you know, they they they, they only do blowjobs because they love Jesus. Those kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I, I, but I we're a huge country too. So I mean, yes. You can have stereotypes that apply to, you know, a subset of people and it's still going to be a large subset of people. Totally. But, you know, I yeah, it's kind of tough to see what people's per- perception of us are. And I think it really also depends on who you've kind of met, encountered, yeah. and that kind of fits right. into those kinds of stereotypes. Well, I mean, and it's, it really it's, could it's go either much, way. It's very much so if you ask like a random foreign person to do an American accent, that's going to be all over the place. Like some are going to do Texas accents. Some of them are going to sound like this. Some of them are going to do like a weird Boston Wait, thing. Who sounds like, like that? Nobody. <laughs> that That's my week. impression of a person doing a bad American accent. Yeah, but where are those? Where is that person supposed to be from? Just America? Just yeah, generically. The, those are the people who don't know enough to realize there's regional American accents. And oh so goodness! Go, say. I am talking like this. Well, that yeah. kind of sounds like very Paul-like to me. <laughs> Fair. It does. Paul does sound like he's faking an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I guess some weird news that have been making the rounds on social media is – Okay. So, we had talked about really briefly that Bo had come out in an Us Weekly interview a few weeks ago saying, nope, Mike and Natalie are done – you know, they're, uh, we haven't seen her and talked to her in months and, you know, all this. And then I guess, you know, people on Reddit, they're like, bless their souls. They're very much on top of everything. They notice everything. They notice mm-hmm. that both Natalie and Mike are posting on their uh, respective social media accounts and have both recently posted the same dog. And so people are speculating that they really must still be together, at least they're physically together, you know, and they are filming HEA, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't, I, yeah, I don't, the, the, a dog is interesting, like, but that seems very specific to know it's the same dog and not just like the same breed of dog. Sometimes they look. I don't know, pretty generically the same to me. But that's I I'm think they've mentioned person. the dog by name, possibly. Okay. And it has some okay. weird name that no two people would – or at least if one is American, isn't naming their dog I also wouldn't this. put it past Uncle Bo to just not have any idea what's going on. He'd be like, what? I don't know. But Uncle Bo also I feel like is the kind of person who don't give a fuck about any NDA. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to yes. talk and say whatever. <laughs> 
Oh, Us Weekly, you want to give me money? Sure. <laughs> Just because it's his impression doesn't mean it's in any way true. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's like, who's on the land that would at least know if she's been there? Yeah, you you would think him and uh, let's get Tamara in on this. They'd be, they'd be, they would definitely have the most access. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, let's move on to Andrew and Amira. So, Andrew says he will leave unless he gets to be on the same stage with Amira. The producer tells Amira that Andrew's threatening to walk off if he can't be with her on the call, and Amira says, good, let him walk off. She says she will not give him the pleasure uh, to control her ever again. She says he just tries to make her feel guilty about everything, and she's just not having it anymore. Sean is told that they're trying to convince Andrew to come back, so she asks the rest of the cast what they think about the situation. Julia says she understands because everyone else has support and he's by himself. At first she said she was mad that he let Amira be in jail, but now she's sad seeing him because it's clear to her that he has a broken heart. Jovi says that seeing someone from a distance isn't a big deal. Rebecca then says she heard Andrew say that the only reason he came here was to talk to Amira, and she's bothered by the fact that he only came here to confront her, which to her seems off. And then Brandon and Yara nod their head in agreement. Andrew argues with the producers outside that how are either of them going to have any kind of consensus on what happened if they're not able to speak in the same forum? Amira is then brought on by herself. She starts by saying she's so stressed out and she really doesn't want to see Andrew. The last time she talked to him was when he asked for the ring back and she went above and beyond sending the ring and gifts for his entire family. But she got no response or thank you back. Producers then try to traumatize Amira further by showing her clips of her journey to Mexico. Amira recaps what we already know of how she was detained immediately and they took her shoes and phone and put her in a prison cell and she was there for three days and two nights. Yara, Jovi, and Brandon feel like it doesn't make sense what they did. While Rebecca throws up her hands and says, hey, it's Mexico. The cast agrees <laughs> that it's bizarre that Andrew did not make any kind of attempt to message her during the three days. And then Jovi gets hung up on the fact that she said she barely had any message. So then the cast all says that they want to hear his side of the story. They then try to convince Amira to agree to let Andrew come on stage. Jovi says everyone else is upset and Natalie begs her to give him a chance to say something because it would just be fair. Everyone then gangs up on Amira and Andrew says that he refuses to go back at all unless Amira is there. Amira is insistent that she will have a panic attack. And then finally, Rebecca sticks up for her and says that she's figured out her words mean nothing to Andrew. Amira says she took a while to realize that she was in a toxic relationship, and she's scared that he will yell and scream at her. Julia isn't sure what to believe because Andrew seems like a nice guy, but Amira is clearly shaken. Andrew is stubborn and doesn't care about telling his side of the story, and he finally leaves. Amira tells us that she was trying to be a good teammate, which she definitely got that from Andrew, by going uh -huh. to Serbia. She then tells us that Andrew demanded she get pregnant as soon as she gets to America or else he won't marry her. Uh, and he tells her all of this the night before her flight to the U.S. He then spent the rest of the night screaming at her to go back to France. Even after all that, she was still going to go to the U.S. Rebecca then says they had asked Andrew why Andrew and Mira weren't together. And Andrew blamed Amira and said it's because she didn't get on the flight. Rebecca connects the dots for us and says that Andrew only told part of the truth. Amira tells us that days later, she saw him back on the dating site, and she only found out because she had his email on her, uh, her phone, and she had received an email notification. Amira updates us and says she went back to dating, and she's with someone who is the love of her life, who coincidentally is also from the U.S. Oh, so American. Right, yeah. as everybody laughs. Behind mm -hmm. the scenes, Jovi expresses his skepticism at her side of the story. He says he's traveled a lot and people just don't get targeted and detained for no reason. They just don't, according to Jovi. <laughs> they all conclude that they are both liars. Mike and Rebecca find it suspicious that she has already moved on. 
All right. So, I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. All of this. Um, do you think it's fair what producers did to Mira, basically subjecting the cast to pressuring her to try convince her to talk to Andrew? Uh, no, and I'm kind of I'm kind of upset at the cast for doing it. So this yes. th- this one always came up. This came up to me. I'm very curious as to what the cast had seen before this, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like if the cast had seen everything we had seen, yeah, they wouldn't have been like, "Well, I got to hear his side of the story." They'd have been like, "Oh, he's a psycho, like, and he's just <laughs> being a huge baby right now." Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, especially those texts. Yes, especially if they saw the text that he sent where it's like the counting down and the thing and be like, oh, so – and then and then hearing him explain that as, oh, she didn't get on the plane. I just failed. I didn't do enough, right? And mm-hmm. be like, no, you sent crazy text to her when she – when like she was right there and they, she didn't get on the plane. So, yeah, I just feel like they didn't have even as much information as we did and and that kind of set it off because I feel like you kind of would be like if literally you just had this lady that you didn't even know who she was and she was yelling and hollering about like, I got detained in Mexico and it'd be like, this seems weird. Something seems off here. Yeah. I kind of might have that same reaction. Well, there was one extra piece that Amira brought to this that we had not heard before, that Andrew was demanding that she get pregnant as soon as she got there. And – I feel like he did that because he was trying to exert control over her because she had just said that she wasn't sure that she wanted to have kids. And so he's kind of uh-huh. like, well, maybe he was scared that, you know, she would change her mind later. So he's saying, nope, you got to get nope, pregnant do now, now so I can guarantee, yeah. you know, and I think also it really sickenly is kind of a way to have control like she's trapped there she can't change her mind you're stuck with that dude like i mean it's not even if you're not trapped there whatever you are tied to that guy for the next you know 18 years or whatever when you when you have the kid so it was definitely a a lock it down type strategy from andrew that was like no no no, we have to do this now it has to happen as soon as possible right or I'm not just, going to marry you. You like you'll just be kind of hanging out in the U.S. on this visa, and then it'll just expire. And like that's a lot of pressure. You got to get pregnant in the first three months, right? Yeah, I just, I mean, we already didn't like this guy so much, and it just, I hated his exasperated. Well, everybody else gets to confront their like accusers, and I didn't. What, no, we don't. I don't. Oh, it's so like nasty because yeah, and then. It didn't make any sense to me. It was like, well, everybody else has both people here. It's like, well, everybody else didn't break up. Right. Yeah. You're the only couple that's been broken up. So it's going to be different for you all. <laughs> right. Like, they're all here. Especially because Julia was like, well, you know, it's not fair. Everybody else has support. And it was like, Amira would not be on to support Andrew. <laughs> Right. That's not how that would have worked. He still would have been alone. Yeah. Well, the fact that Amira has a new guy and, you know, it just – It is – It yeah. made her drop in rankings when we get there. Certainly. <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I totally agree with that. Like – and so that's what – at the end of the day is like, yes, what happened to her was terrible. But like part of it is because she was trying to get something super specific, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. She's trying to come to America and it's yeah. like, well, this is the – best of i don't even want to say the best of the you know options that you had available i think it's just that you know this might have been the furthest option along so if you're really trying to speed things up it's like well i already kind of you know spent all this time with this guy this is kind of like the best option if i'm trying to get there now kind of like uh like what we've talked about with mike michael and angela You know, like, yeah, Michael probably could get another woman. That's not really the issue. But the issue would then be he has to start this process all over again with someone else. And so he's easily putting whatever off another two years. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like they were both playing games with each other. Like they both thought they could get the upper hand and they could – you know, not necessarily manipulate, but, you know, kind of drive the situation where they wanted it to be. She wanted to be in America and she had this guy that – who looks wise, she's out of his league, so he'll probably do anything for me. And then he emotionally manipulates her to try to get what he wants and it's just it's just ugly. Yeah. 
Okay, Jovi, come on, white privilege. Like, that just so annoyed me <laughs> when he said that. Like, people just don't get detained for no reason. They just don't. It's like, uh, no, I, they do all the time, Jovi. You're crazy. Well, yes. Well, I mean, that and, like, even no reason. She gave him the reason. She yeah. said when she landed, why are you here? I'm here to see my boyfriend. Like, yeah, Jovi, go to customs and say that you're in the country for something illegal when they ask you, why are you here? And see if you get detained. Oh. Let's see it next time. Why are you here, Jovi? I'm smuggling drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Oh. But without, like, trying to get too controversial, it just – it reminds me of those people who, you know, who are just like, well, when black people get pulled over, like, if you're not breaking the law, everything's fine, you know? It's like – Don't resist. Don't resist arrest. Corruption does exist. Even, like, Rebecca was like, hey, it's Mexico. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I, just, I just finished reading a book about Baltimore police corruption. It's insane, like, yeah. the things that were going on. And, like, because the other thing, too, when you talk about that, like, and, and that's something, you know, I didn't understand. It took me a long time to understand because mm-hmm. I'm a white guy. Is like, when you talk to black guys, like, you know, I've been in my life, I've been driving for, you know, more than half of my life. Mm-hmm. I've been pulled over twice. Yeah. And, like, when I talk to my black friends, they're like, I get pulled over twice a year, like, at least. Like, what are you talking about? It's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't want to open that can of worms, so let's go ahead and move on. I know. On. It's, it's, all, it's all like anybody's thinking about right now, too. So Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, moving on to Tariq and Hazel. So, Tariq and Hazel start and they pretty much only talk about an update with the girlfriend situation. They don't have anything right now, but Hazel still wants one in the future. Julia becomes very confused here. Like – is that going to mean Tariq has two girlfriends? And Tariq ha- says, no, I will have one wife. He tries to break down what's happening for everybody. He's like, let me lay it on the line for you guys. He said the three-person relationship isn't just about sex. And it, sex isn't even a priority. To which Julia just makes a confused face. He explains that it's called polyamory, guys. And a lot of people, millions of people, do the same thing. Lots of people are put off by this, but none more than Zied, who just is like, this is not normal. (laughs) Tariq says it's not actually his first rodeo in a polyamorous relationship, but it hasn't been a lifestyle for him. Hazel likes that it's not not the first relationship like this because, you know, he'll know how to navigate things when they finally do find a girl. Everyone gets a good laugh about the situation and then we transition to them about there when they awkwardly called Minty halfway through the season. They bring Minnie on the show. Tariq def- um, doesn't really defend why he texted her. He said he just made a stupid guy mistake. Um, and Minty tries to explain what, what's going on, you know, just kind of saying the same thing she's always said. But it's hard to hear what she says because every time she talks, Hazel is just like, stop talking. I don't trust you. Don't – nobody likes you. Shut up. Sean asks when the last time um, Minty had communicated with Tariq and she says, well, we still communicate now, meaning today. The, the film the filming of the show. So, Tariq tries to step in to clarify. After the blow up, he started a group chat for – that way if he had texted Minty for anything, Hazel would be able to see it. And he doesn't – and they also talk about – which didn't actually explain why they texted that day. So, I don't know what that was. Uh, they, but then everybody – pretty much the rest of the cast is like, you need to delete her number from your phone, man. Um, and he says he doesn't want to do that. But, you know. Because things are better now and they're friends, which Hazel doesn't agree with. And Hazel does not say that she's friends with Minty. So anyway, um, Hazel also makes a big deal about saying that Tariq had promised her earlier that he would delete the number. But he doesn't remember saying that. At this point, Julia becomes confused yet again. She's like, wait, did they have sex with Minty? Like all three of them? And Tariq says – that they had a nice weekend together, but no one became intimate. Yara now, – now it's Yara's turn to be confused um, because she's like, what's the point of a three-way bang trip if you don't actually bang? <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, Sean then asks you know, each of them, if they – both Tariq and Hazel, if they'd ever had an intimate relationship with Minty and they both say no. Tariq keeps insisting that this thing, searching for a girlfriend thing isn't about sex at all. And then they kind of had one little throwaway thing after the show. Tariq is very confused why everybody was so weirded out by his relationship because all the other couples had worse things going on than them. <laughs> and there's Not only wrong. two of uh, there's only two of you. <laughs> all right, so question here. 
okay, I was confused about this whole relationship they had, what they're looking for. How is what Hazel is looking for ever any different than just wanting a friend? Well, yeah, when they talk about like the no sex part. Yes. I I feel like Tariq is kind of justifying it in his mind that way. I I you know, we didn't hear hear Hazel say that. We heard Tariq say that. And okay, I believe fair. that Tariq said that primarily for optic reasons. You know, I mean, he recognizes that He's still trying to ride this 90-day fiancé train, whether it be on pillow talk, you know, whatever. So he's, you know, just going for optics, you know, to say that there's something here that it's not just based in sex. Okay, Um, I I get saying it's not just based in sex, but, like, I don't think anybody takes it seriously when you're like, oh, sex isn't a part of it at all. And it's like, well, then, yes, it is. Come on. Well, maybe not for him. (laughs) (laughs) Because it really isn't for him, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's like, I don't get to have sex with that person at all. I believe that. Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. I guess maybe that's what Hazel wants. Because I guess you're right. I didn't. I didn't necessarily catch that. That at no point did Hazel say that she's not interested in having sex with a person they bring bring in. Yeah, Um, Hazel. That's all she she wants. Only says that she didn't have sex with Minty, which makes sense because it was clearly. It was clearly Tariq that brought Minty into the the fold and not Hazel's choice. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to seek, what is it, brother, husband? Well, that Um, would be what you call it. No, it's more like a – it's like I don't even know. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, because who – sister – Because the center center of this would be – it's like a sister – partner i guess right? yeah <laughs> well, I yeah i have no idea but because but it's still a wife it's still a sister wife it's just weird that it's a sister wife to Tariq and not a sister wife to hazel right oh yeah that's true yeah so seeking sister wife but Tariq gets nothing yeah that just man that sounds that sounds bad for the <laughs> that's that'd be hard that'd be hard that'd be a hard pill to swallow well I, you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of friends where you know, uh, oh, right. they did the throwback. She kept kicking uh, me away. <laughs> yeah, she kept kicking me out of it. You know, the threesome where well, I wasn't really involved. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's what it's starting to remind that, me of. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so uh, that pretty much wraps up what happened on the tell-all. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that you know we were looking forward to this one, and it was just kind of fell flat. I think yeah, compared to the I mean, first one. I feel like I feel like they had a whole hour of time in reserve for when Andrew came back and everybody yeah. was like roll on him, but he just left. I mean, I think I, I don't know. I I, I can't, still can't decide if he was smart enough to realize that if he was there, things would not have gone his way. Like sure. he was you know, and, and so he kind of made an excuse to save face and get the hell out of there before, like, everybody ganged up on him. Yeah, yeah. Very possible. Okay, so because it's the end of the season and this is the last episode, we have our power rankings. Oh, are we going to do power rankings first or superlatives first? Uh, it's up to you. What do you want? All right, let's do superlatives first. Okay. So, first up we have is best dressed. I went with Yara. Yeah, of course. I loved okay. her whole wardrobe. Yeah. I wasn't super fond of her wedding dress. It wasn't really my sure. style, but everything she wore was just really put together. She had a great shoe collection. <laughs> yeah. No, she always she always looked unique but not like crazy. You know, you know some mm-hmm. people like like remember we had uh from the before the 90s last time we had the Erica who was had her own oh, sense yes. of style, but she was like unique and i have to be out i have to be really flamboyant as well right and she right. was like yeah but but definitely as unique in what she was wearing but she always looked good yeah yes very classy okay worst dressed i want zied like just <laughs> get pants that fit man like just just give it up just give up eat the pizza go up like he probably needs to go up like six inches on his pants to be honest right yeah the pants poor choice so, I'm a shoe gal, for sure, and so shoe sure. choices are important, so that is one of the reasons why the worst dress was Andrew. Can we not 
forget the stupid shoes he wore in Mexico, like his weird water <laughs> shoes slash. Oh, yeah. oh that's whatever. a dude who wears that's a dude who wears those those strap up tevas like all year long, right? Yeah, and then just what he was wearing at the um, at the tell all kind of looked like some weird like magician. He looked like the Joker, like he was like everything but green hair. Like it was like he was filling in that, which fits with his like. Um, his whole style. kind of like um, red pill, you know. Yeah, whatever persona he's trying to put off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna say worst dressed yeah. Andrew. Ugh. All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, yeah. what about your couple most likely to succeed? Uh, weirdly, I would not have thought this, but after seeing the baby special, I think Yara and Jovi. I mean, I think also bringing a kid in does make you more likely to try stick it out and work on it. Um, yeah, that's true. So I think that's part of it. But just even how they are with one another, it was really clear that... Yara seemed really enamored with Jovi after she kind of saw how he stepped up as a dad. I think they have the potential to make it. Yeah. What about for you? Uh, I want Rebecca and Zied. Um, just yeah. because I feel like they're just fine. Like they they, yeah. they are into each other. And I feel like most of the drama they had all season long was more or less manufactured. Right. Right. Like, right. And, and and so when, whenever that's the case, it's like oh no, they were they were getting along fine, so we had to like make some minor things look really bad. So okay, right. so that, yeah. that's a good sign to me. Yeah, definitely. All okay. right, next up, couple uh, couple most likely to be in the news, like, <laughs> unrelated to Ninety Day Fiance. Like who's gonna come up in the headlines and be like, oh, oh yeah, by the way, from Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah. Well, okay, you know what my friend told me? She was like, someone from Ninety Day Fiance was like out hiking and like was uh you know, trapped or something and they like couldn't find him or something, lost in the woods or something. And I was like, I'm gonna need details. They couldn't give me any details on this story, so I'm just throwing it out there for more rumors to be spread. But uh but she was saying that like, no, I was just reading this news article and it just so happens that this person also was on 90 Day Fiance and I was like, oh how weird. <laughs> Once again, yeah. completely like unfounded and never like went to go look up what she was talking about, but Yes, very, very intriguing. <laughs> yeah. So, so who did you put anyway? Um, who's going to get lost on a hike? Oh, who's going to get lost on a hike? Um, no, I put no. Stephanie. Oh, you know, that's fair. Because she just seems like the kind of person who is trying to make a name for us. Oh, who knows? Maybe Stephanie will be in there for her hula hooping. Oh, that's true. She does have a hula hooping thing coming yeah, up. Yeah, because she's trying to do things other than what's going on in this show. And she's kind of trying to fame whore it you know so yeah 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 what about for you uh, so i put andrew i was imagining like local daycare shut down for safety <laughs> violations <laughs> <laughs> so yeah right right because there's already been a bunch of stuff a bunch of stuff about him like using social media and like putting like the kids from the daycare like on his dating app and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, that's oh, like a yeah. lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, that's like teacher fired for impropriety. Like that's that that just seems like we're going down there. We're going yeah. down that rabbit hole. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so I guess biggest social media whore. So here's the here's my issue with that. Not issue. My my personal issue is I don't have much of a social media. Um, uh, I don't diet. pay too much of attention yeah, so I don't to their know social media. Who doesn't eat much on social media, but so I went with Tariq because I feel like he's always out there and he keeps trying to make this Tarzel thing happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but so I don't know. There may be I'm completely wrong. I went off of who I hear because I okay I do do Reddit right and I Instagram I used to keep up on it but as you've seen from our Instagram like we're not so good at social media <laughs> so uh, you know who do I see a lot of posts about you know on Reddit about who you know cast members stuff like that uh, right. always hear stuff about Andrew Andrew's always mm. trying to 
filter, you know, and everyone's like, you don't look like that. So he's definitely trying to play the angles. He's just definitely trying to put his side of the story out there. Yeah, he's there. definitely always like, that's not what really happened. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, those, so. those text-based Instagram posts that try to right. be crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about most likely to be arrested? So I had a very specific answer for a very specific reason for this one. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Jovi for DUI. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that that's – I was like, there's lots of things you can get arrested for. That's one of them. I think he probably already has been arrested for that before would be my guess. Um, yeah. Especially based on the amount of time we don't see him drive. I know, right? Well, maybe he's doing that because he doesn't because want to. Because he doesn't to. want to get a DUI? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I, I can only hope that he learned his lesson early in life and not by his own personal experience. Yes. Okay, true, I put true, true. Uh, most likely to be arrested Natalie. She's the kind of person where it's like she gets the wrong kind of angry. Ooh. Yeah, I could see that. Like – like she, she's definitely the person that would slash Keen your tires. Or, yes, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, definitely uh, Carrie Underwood style on Mike's yes. big truck. Oh mm-hmm. god, that song drove me crazy. I was like, why is we <laughs> pretending like this is okay? I'm, I, I hate that song. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can see it. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Okay. So going along with that. Yeah. So uh, most likely to get in a fight. With their significant other's family because that there's a history of that in the show. Yes, there really is. Yeah, in fact, we were just watching the HEA trailer and it looks like uh, Tammy's going to get her moment to fight uh, Kalani. No, right, right. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, we're seeing the HEA. We got Michael and, and Angela. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Skyler was trying to fight Michael at some point. Like, I totally would see. There's there's lots of fight potentials there. Yeah, Even if right? we saw it on the preview. Yeah. So, for with this cast, who do you think is the most likely to get into filter, physical altercation with their partner's family or friends? All right. So, I went with – and this is just because it's not somebody who showed anything about that. Aggression. Yet. Aggression. Yeah. But I just feel like it's it, it, it's going to get to a breaking point at some point because of the pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's Julia. Oh, oh, she's going to hit Mama Betty? <laughs> she's just – yes. It's just it's just going to build up and build up and build up. It's going to get to a point where nobody nobody could, nobody can nobody can restrain anymore. <laughs> That's an interesting thought. I went with Natalie again. Like she's sure. the kind of person that can flip on a dime and I can see her slapping Bo across the face. I, I could definitely see her slapping Trish. Like, oh, yeah, mic. yeah. That's true because, you know, she's pulling like, I did tell her not to get married. Yeah, pulling some hair. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All some, right. Pulling those bangs out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think is most likely to end up back in their country? That's where I put Natalie. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's true. Because I, I do think of all those things you said, I think she would, you know, slash the tires on the way out, but on the way out to the plane to go back to Ukraine. Like she's yeah, – I don't, I don't know that she right. stick around. Um, I actually put uh, Julia. I f- feel yeah. like Julia is just going to get tired of the farm. I mean, if things don't change, right, I think she right. has the biggest reason to go back at this point. And sure. it's all dependent on how things play out. Right. Can see that. Yeah. There was a lot of speculation at the beginning that Julia had already gone back. Yeah, yeah. Because and it's funny because everybody like at the beginning of each season, like that mm-hmm. the Reddit crew, right? They always yeah. get on it and then go hunt down like, can we find a marriage license? Go to the county where they live. Like, yeah. Search yeah. all the records. <laughs> Definitely. Scour the social media. Scour their friends' social media. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Exactly. Friends of friends, yeah. Go yeah. for it. I mean, I just – God bless him for having the time. I know. Wow. It saves me from having to do all that research. But, totally, right? Know. Totally. But once again, you know, you can't just believe it because you saw it on the internet. Yes. You have to believe there are screenshots that could be doctored too. No, I'm Yeah. All right. So, let's move on to our power rankings. Power Who rankings. did you have as number one? Oh, I think we both had Yara for number one, Probably. Right? Yeah. Yara. <laughs> I mean, she went through so much this season like forget having kind of a iffy partner at best right Right. like she had to be by herself a lot of times and we've all seen how codependent cast members tend to get right like 
the fact that she had to do that while pregnant, living with the in-laws, like she went through a lot. Yeah, she did. She did. And and she, you know, took it all decently. And she was funny. She was one of the funniest people yes. we've seen on the show, honestly. Yeah, definitely. All right. How about your number two? My number two is Zed. Mine was too. I wonder if we're going to have the same. I think it's going to break down towards the middle. I, I feel like so. the middle, it's a smushy middle. It's definitely yes. a mushy middle here. Yes. Um, like, I feel like the end, I'm, we're all, we're, we on, on back in agreement, but the middle is all as cushy. Yeah. But like, Ziad just was fine. Like, he came yeah, in, he was he never, was there. he never doubted the relationship. Like, he was just there, did what he had to do. And like he had that the, the, the I want to get married before Ramadan thing, but that was like it. He, he was just fine. Yeah. He was great with he was great the with the family. He was great taking the crap from the one sister. He was good with the kids. Just he just was fine. Yeah, yeah. Ziad is kind of a likable guy, and I think because yeah. of that, it makes Rebecca a little bit more likable, which totally. is why Rebecca was my number three. Okay. Uh-huh. She didn't do anything terribly objectionable. She was kind of cranky at times and moody. And I think the worst thing Rebecca really did was her whole Hannah jealousy situation. It's like, no one wants your man. Calm down. Right. But, you know, it was – she was rude. And, I mean, but like I said, not n- nothing terribly objectionable and – I think in the context of relationships, like their relationship was fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So my number three was Tariq because I feel like he just also just did fine. Like the relationship was fine. I mean, I, I don't know that it was the best choice of relationship for him. Like we mm-hmm. still are wondering what he, what it is he sees in Hazel. Yeah. But, you know, he whatever he did is he actually did positive things to make the relationship work and address the problems that she had and, you know, put together the wedding. So, he was just – he was fine. Yeah. So, Tariq was actually my number four. And I think the reason why I write, ranked Rebecca above Tariq is because even though Rebecca, like I said, she didn't do anything like super terrible, but it's not like she was super perfect either. Um, right. The things that Rebecca did – I feel like still, you know, showed that their relationship was okay, you know, but Mm -hmm. the things that Tariq did, quote, wrong, and I would say the things that he did wrong this season was really just still contacting Minty, like still clearly has like some kind of connection with Minty and he's just trying to kind of downplay it. It's like these are issues that are going to be bigger issues later, like, how do we have to convince you that you shouldn't be talking to her, right? right. It's so right. clear based on Hazel's childish reaction to Minty, like, meh, like with the stink face and the just the little digs every chance she can get. It's like, uh-huh. this is, you should not, you're married now. She should be your number one. And that means you have to give her up. And it's like, I don't see how he can't see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm with, yeah with it. So I had Rebecca next too, and that was number <laughs> okay, yeah. four. Um, and just because, and I think the one thing that lowered her for me was because her, and it's the same thing we saw her on the previous seasons. Her repetitive nonsense just made me go, "Ugh, my yeah. Moroccan ex. Yeah, he wants to get married before Ramadan." Like I'm like, "Oh, you're annoying me," and so I just moved right. her down for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, how about your number five? Number five was Julia. Okay. And she would have been a lot higher before the tell-all. Yes. Um, yes. I, I think so too. Like I probably would have – and before the pre-tell-all, I probably had her slotted there like right underneath Yara because she was funny. Like, yeah. She, she kind of, you know, did, did what had to be done but kind of, you know, talked to her husband about it and that thing and that thing. But the tell-all, like she was just – like she stuck her nose in everybody's business and she was like, mm-hmm. I'm just confused. Why not go to gym club? Why not you you too fat? Like and yeah. I don't understand. Did you have sex with all of them? And like those things. It was like just Julia, oh yeah. like, keep it to yourself. I agree. She would have ranked much higher if it had not been for the tell-all for me as well. But my number five was Amira. Uh Okay. I think and you know, I'll definitely kind of defend some of this towards the bottom too. Like how much of the stupid things did you do were intentional or just out of ignorance, right? And so, mm-hmm. 
I feel like Amira, most of her dumb mistakes on the show were out of ignorance and, you know, she didn't really have bad intentions. But that being said, the fact that she has an American boyfriend, yeah. like, definitely dropped her in ranks because th- it's like now at that point, it's almost like willful ignorance. Right. So you yeah, you're kind of ignorant to the fact, but then you're like, no, I'm going to do this stupid thing because, you know, maybe I don't know how stupid it is just because I want to go to America. So it's like it seems like a lot of needless suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So I had she definitely fell for me with the American boyfriend, but mm-hmm. fell a bit a bit lower than that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that was one, two, three, four, five. Yep. That brings us to number six. My number six was Hazel. Okay. Yeah, we're not too far off on these things. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, she was just boring, but also doesn't – and so the boring thing doesn't help. Like, she just, like, has – at least on the show, at least, has very, very little personality. Right, Maybe it's a camera thing. But also, it's just like – it just seems like she spent the whole time – with her 90 days getting married to somebody being like, I would like to have sex with someone else. <laughs> Let's yeah, make that right. happen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So my number six was Julia. So like I said, we're not too far behind here. Um, and uh, Julia, yeah, she was funny. You, you felt sorry for her. Then during the tell-all, I mean, yeah. I didn't think it was as shocking and I didn't care as much that it was her, like, volunteering. To me, that the whole her being miserable on the farm, to me, it was never about her being, like, a slave, right? They're forcing her to do all these things. It was just the fact that she didn't like that situation. Like, forget about her having to, like, work with the the cute animals or anything right, like that. right. Like, yeah, I get, I get hear that. It's a situation where it's like, okay, I have two choices. I either clean up pig shit or I never see my husband. Like, and, right. and she's like, you, why are you like, and, but so now, and now everybody's like, well, you chose the pig shit. It's your right. choice. Like, you did yeah. it. Like, so, okay. I mean, like, I didn't think that was such a bombshell. Like, people were uh-huh. making it out to be. It was just kind of like, all right, that's just like the situation. But yes, I agree with you that the tell all situation did not help her cause. Forget about what she said on there. Um, about, you know, her own situation, but she just, it was, Yara called her out on it. She's like, your opinion sounds really judgmental. You know, it's sounding a (laughs) lot like judgment. And yeah, it did. It sounded a lot like judgment. And every time you looked over at her, she had like stink face, like that judgmental Uh stink face on. So it's just kind of like, oh, Julia, it's not a good look for you. Yeah. Okay. So my number seven was Hazel. And I think I came to the realization a few weeks ago that I really just don't like this person. Like, and not because she necessarily is doing such terrible things, but I just don't like her. She's, like you said, she's boring. She doesn't bring much to anything. Um, She lacks personality of any kind. And the most fired up or, you know, passionate we've seen her about anything was her hatred towards Minty. And it came off as super childish and just really uh, just petty. And, you know, like, oh, we have to talk to her. And, like, to her face. I mean, yeah, uh, it just... Yeah, yeah, it was Minty, definitely like she was middle school list. call outs. It was like yes. she was like, no one, no one likes you. You don't have it. You're ugly. Like, yeah. yeah. Just like, what is wrong with you? So, yeah. I mean, but other people have been worse. But I would say personality wise, even though I dislike some of the like, for example, Jovi definitely ranks a lot lower than Hazel. But if you were to say, hey, you're going to go out drinking tonight. Who do you want to oh, go yeah. with Hazel? I'm going with Jovi. Definitely yeah, joking. like I'm not hanging out with Hazel. Hazel's a wet blanket. No, thank Yo, you. Yo, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, wet blanket's the perfect way to put it. Yeah. All right. Ugh. So my number seven, and I will admit this is probably higher than most people would have this person. My mm-hmm. number seven is Brandon. Okay. Uh, uh, be- not too far off me. Yeah, because I mean, okay. So I definitely feel like he got a lot of points back on the tell-all when he was like, mm-hmm. I had places picked out that she didn't want to win. Yes, definitely. Right? Yeah. Right? Because it was all this I, – I, I, I think he – I honestly do think he got a pretty bad edit 
in terms mm-hmm. of not standing up to his parents because he actually yeah. did stand up to his parents most of the time. It's just mm-hmm. they, they, you know, when she said, well, I want to move out, he was like, we're going to move out. And then she was like, well, maybe we can sleep in the same bedroom. Like he did manage to like get her the things that she wanted from her parents, yeah. from his parents. And, you know, he's kind of the childish, you know, nonsense of weddings are women things. So, he moves down for that. But I mm-hmm. definitely understand, and part of it's because I definitely see myself a lot of myself in him with the um, <laughs> with the with the thing of like, what can I say to get to keep this person happy right now? Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm going to say. Like, I definitely, I definitely empathize, sympathize with that a lot. Sure, sure. Uh, so was that your number eight? That was my number seven. Oh, seven. Okay. What about your number eight? So my number eight was Amira. Um, okay. I think that just some of the stuff she did was so. So confoundingly dumb. Yes, I, I <laughs> thought it was like it, it, this can't be out of ignorance. This has to be out of something else because it's like like she went to Serbia after one person in the entire world told her to go to yeah. Serbia. Everybody else in the world said, "Oh, don't do that shit. That's dumb." And mm-hmm. did she go? Sure, she went. Right, and so and it's that, and just I just get the impression that she's not she's not all that. Put, I would say put together. She's pretty dumb. Like, and and I, it's, I admittedly part of that comes from the fact that she talks really slow, mm-hmm. right? And I thought it was I, at first I was like, oh, maybe it's an English translation thing. But we heard her talk to people in French, and she talks really slow in French too. Hmm. And it just kind of makes me think, like, like. Yeah, but does she understand what's going on? What's go- what's happening here? Well, I mean, I definitely feel like she's not making good life decisions all around. And I mean, choosing Andrew as a partner is one of those decisions. But I mean, like, you're going to quit school to, like, be with him? Like, why yeah. can't you wait? That to yeah. me was and, like, and, 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 and of course, of course, she went way down, like you said, as soon as it was mm-hmm. like, well, I have another American boyfriend already. And it's like. Oh, so that made it – that definitely made it seem like everything she did wasn't yeah. be, wasn't necessarily all because she was being manipulated by Andrew. But she really wanted to get to America by any means right. necessary. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Uh, so, my number eight was – and I think this is just because of the minimal data points, not because I think this person is really great. But I just put Ryan. Yeah. It's like, you know, Ryan was – The one thing I will say positive about Ryan is he wasn't just trying to take her money, you know, as much of it as he ended up getting, right? So, Stephanie had set up the job thing because he wanted to feel like he was earning his own money. Mm Mm-hmm. That, yeah. but at the same time, he's still accepting all the gifts that she's giving him. So, you know, and excited about all the gifts he's getting. So, and was he using her? Yeah. But like I said, limited data points kind of puts him in the middle of my list. Sure. Sure. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about him when we get to mine. So that was <laughs> that was your eight? eight? Yeah. Okay. So my nine is Natalie. Okay. Um, because she was in a bad situation. I felt really bad for her when Mike canceled the wedding and she was in that yeah. crying thing. But before that, she was nasty as hell. Oh yeah, to Mike definitely. the whole season, mm-hmm. um, the, the accusing him of cheating. Where's my ring? Where's my ring? Where's my ring? Like all the time, and that thing. It was just she was not a pleasant person at all. Mm-hmm. And she's, uh, it's like, and I feel like it would have she would have been better served for that to have been called off before that got to the morning of the wedding, <laughs> right? It, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my number nine was Brandon. The thing with Brandon is I think he generally cares about all of these people. He generally cares about Julia. He generally cares about his parents. And mm-hmm. so he really is just trying to make everybody else happy. But he goes about it in a really stupid way. And I do get frustrated with how he doesn't take things seriously. He tries to like That's true. Yeah. play everything off as a joke. But in terms of did he do anything malicious or intentional against anyone? No. If anything, he was just kind of a boring lump sometimes. Well, I shouldn't say boring. More like useless lump sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. You know, especially uh-huh. when it came to the wedding planning. But, you know, he just is like, whatever. You, you all figure it out. I just don't really care. There was a lot of apathy there, but nothing that was malicious. So... Yeah, that's how he ended up on the lower half of my list, but still on the upper 
end of the lower half. Right, the upper end of a lower, but before the true, <laughs> the true garbage comes up. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so that brings us to ten. We're getting yep. down to the bottom. Uh, yep. My ten is Jovi. Okay. Um, and he's higher. He's as high as he is because of the uh, because of the face he's saved in the uh, baby special. Mm-hmm. But then you have to remember everything that happened before the baby special and yeah. his lack of like. Even being aware that she was around, like, at all. Like, wait, mm-hmm. you mean I have to change something about the way I live when I brought us this fiancé from another country? Right. I can't just go get shit-faced and hang out at the strip club anymore? I don't understand this. I won't, yeah. I won't abide by that. No. Yeah. All right. So, my number 10 is Stephanie. Uh, just stupid. Mostly stupid. Uh mm-hmm. She never did anything to hurt anyone. Uh, she mostly just is really makes bad life decisions, like trying to give, trying to buy people, you know? And yeah. that's not in a way that is hurtful, but it's also manipulative and it's not a good look or a good quality. Uh, so, yeah, Stephanie's my number 10. Yeah, I actually had Stephanie at 11 um, mm-hmm. because I just feel like the. The, the buying – right. It's not malicious, but mm-hmm. it's dehumanizing. It's, yes. Like, it's dehumanizing and self-serving to her. Yeah, You know, totally. it's like she's trying to get whatever, a partner, sex, whatever out of it. So, she's going to buy someone off. Yeah. And it's like it, – it, and that's the thing we, we talked about. Like we – a lot of times we talk about on these like, okay, what are the, the actions? Did they harm other people? Yeah. And I feel like this kind of thing and toying with people's families, whether they'll be able to support their family or not by the money you may or may not give them, that's to- – that's that ha- that's damaging outside of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, my number 11 was Natalie. So, okay. just how she was through this whole thing – in terms of just the like we said nastiness like she said some nasty things to mike and mm-hmm. i did i did feel really bad her situation and this is why mike is further down is because mike was a total asshole he's a total dick this entire season yes. at the same time it's like he is very clearly being a dick to you why are you still going to choose to marry this guy what is wrong with you right right she just has like I don't know if it's, you know, fear of missing out or like just a, th- a thing, but she's just like, no, I have this and I almost like a fear I'll never get it again. Like if this doesn't work, it never will work. This is my my last chance at love. Like she never actually yeah. says that, but she right. acts – she treats Mike as if he is. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that was 11. My, my, my 12 is Mike mm-hmm. because like you said, he was a, he was a dick the whole season. Yeah. Right? He kind of left brought, – just brought her here, had her at a nice hotel for one night and then stuck her in wood, right? <laughs> and then basically seemed like he just tried to break up with her the whole the whole time. Like yeah. he was like, how shitty can I act with you before you actually give up on this? And yeah. then, of course, did the whole wedding thing. So just, yeah, bad all around. Right. So my number 12 was Jovi. I mean, just alcoholic uh, and, you know, just – obnoxious doesn't really care what she wanted what she thought uh it was good to see him kind of turn around with uh the kid uh when the baby was born and acting more fatherly maybe i should have ranked him a little bit higher but i was really annoyed with his whole you know, like, people don't get detained. Like, it just doesn't happen. It just, you know, it's like all the things that I dislike about Jovi, you know, like. No, it's, I mean, Jovi really definitely strikes you. from yeah. as privileged, he, right? I mean, it, well, it's privileged, Entitled, but it's also. privileged. It's, it's, it's also, you know, he's, you know, it's that, 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 that male thing going on. If he hears a yeah. story from a woman and a man, he's going to be like, I think that guy has a point there. <laughs> that kind of guy so all of that it just reinforces what i like i kind of already was annoyed about with jovi so it's kind of like yeah the tell-all you know didn't really redeem you too much the baby special kind of did but you know tell all it's kind of like yeah so you're still kind of towards the bottom of my list okay all right even his mom thought he was being a dick i mean come on yeah oh yeah he was a dick so embarrassed yeah the the strip club and the oh guys go to strip clubs like that's what guys who go to strip clubs think 
Right, right. All right. Uh, what about your number 13? Are we on? My, my number 13 was uh, was Ryan. Um, okay. Because, like I said, limited data set. But if the one thing that we think was he did was true, then that makes him bottom of the list. Like, yeah. like if, if he actually did stealth her like that, um, like she accused him of, then yeah, I don't really care what else he did. Um, he's, sure. He's that, that, that's really, really shitty. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Uh, my th- number 13 was Mike. Total yeah. asshole. Like trying to push her away from the very beginning. It didn't even seem like he liked her at all. It was really funny for Sarah to come on and be like, they're just they're just not matching personalities. Mike is a jokester. He's always so jovial and happy. It's like, uh, this Mike from this, this season? Right. No, no, we have seen. And that's what's, none it's not of the that. first time we've heard that is, oh, Mike is always correct. But he does crack jokes and we've seen him crack jokes. Yeah, they're just Natalie stupid. does not get them. Like no. she he says something, she's like, Why did you say that? That was mean. He was like, It was a joke. And she's like, I don't understand when you're joking. Like okay. I don't she's so I get that she doesn't get it. When I hear his quote jokes, I just think they're stupid. It's like yeah. uncle jokes to the max. So oh, it's definitely. just like one hundred percent. Oh gosh. Yes. No, no, that's not my yeah, style of humor, but he's just mopey and terrible. And then if I have to hear, well, we just need to work on our relationship one more time, I think yes. I will pull out all my hair. He is the king of like tautological answers how do you need to what do you need to do to work on this relationship well i just think we need to work on the relationship a little bit yeah like he he did the same thing like last time it was like why didn't you come together why 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 did you and natalie come separately he's like well because uh we were um in different places in different vehicles and we didn't come at the same time he's like yes that's what arriving separately means mike move what specifically are you gonna do to work on this relationship besides just say Work on the relationship. And now the thing, I felt like Natalie was trying to get him to do specific things to work on the relationship. And then he would kept on like turning around being like, well, I don't know if we should do that. Like go to therapy. We just need to work on the relationship. What do you think going to therapy is? That is working right. on the relationship. Like he's just did. Oh, my God. It frustrated me so much that that was like his comment to everything was just like, we just need to work on the relationship. And it was really clear that he was not doing that. Right. It's like he was like sitting on the couch drinking a beer. And I'm like, I'm working on my car. Like, are you working on your car? Because it looks like you're sitting on the drink. It's like, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about yeah, it. That's thinking working about what I'm on it. Do. That's you yeah. working on it. Yeah, exactly. I have to come up with a plan. Yeah. What's your plan? To work on the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we agree on who is number 14. That is correct, yes. Um, yeah, it's got to be, right? Big baby Andrew. Like, yeah. He just was just all kinds of negative things. Manipulative, controlling, petty. Um, Narcissist. Narcissistic. Um, yeah. Like used weirdly funny vocab words like right thesaurus all the time like that and anything that like anything that you could even argue would be positive in his favor just seemed so contrived and fake yes yes i mean he definitely seemed like he was putting on the act of this is how this is what my narcissistic person has realized that nice people say so i'll Pretend to be nice by saying those things and, yeah. and and go about it and just just he was just awful. Like I hope I never see him again. Yeah, I know, I know me too. Um, and I guess it helps a little bit that we don't have Discovery Plus because then we don't have to see him on Single Life because I think that would be the only thing, really. Oh. And you know, dis- I, TLC, whoever is in charge of that kind of content. They don't seem to give a crap. They have all of people's uh, everybody's okay, most but, hated. But on okay, there. But, but okay, but the single life tends mm-hmm. to be the people that were that we had like weirdly overtly sexual like things. Colt definitely right. Like mm-hmm. ugh, nobody wants to think about Cole having sex, and it's all he's trying to do all the time, right? And like, <laughs> and like Danielle with the I want my sex tonight. Like it was. Uh, there has to be like that. I feel like they're that angle. I don't know. Big Ed was on there. Oh yeah, but Big Ed had 
you know, can I halik you? Like he had all that stuff and we had him naked on that thing. I I feel like it has to be somebody that people are like, ew, them having sex grosses me out. And yeah, like, but, the, but the problem is too is you're running out of people. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like there's a, you only have a limited number of these 90 days. Of single people singles. that are single. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because most That's of them true. are still presumably in a couple. Well, if they're doing well. Which, right. Right. Yeah. If they're the kind of people you bring back. Maybe. I just – I don't know. I don't know how – it doesn't help his cause that he walked off the set and burned the bridges and, you know, cost them an hour's worth of material on the tell-all. Yeah. Um, that's probably not going to induce them to want to bring him back. But who yeah, knows and how what they sad do. that his contribution to the tell-all was just his random, like – posed face the entire time like the way he was sitting there trying to suck in his cheeks and yeah, like let me pensively yeah, suck in my cheeks and put my eyebrows down mm. yeah, yeah. Oh my God. making semi duck semi duck lips at the camera right yeah. right it's like that's your contribution to the tell all all right he got his, <laughs> he got his hair straightened you. for that man you know how long it takes <laughs> Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. So uh, that pretty much wraps up this season. But fear not, there is no break in the podcast because next week we will be back with Happily Ever After. Yep. Happily Ever After featuring half of these couples. And then is it three more than this? Four more than this? I don't even remember what it is. Yeah, I have no idea. All right. Well, we'll see you next week then. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.